Thomas. Today we're going to be decoding Trump tweets of June 26th and 27th. And wow, these are really exciting tweets. The first one is June 26th, 8.52 p.m. Congratulations to Governor Henry McMaster on your big election win. South Carolina loves you. We are all proud of you and Peggy Henry McMaster. It's a big win, and we were going to say, oh, because the effort that they put into it, we did say that, they're going to win because, you know, Trump put so much effort into it. It was just beautiful. And what that shows is, you know, when you have a Terry McAuliffe as a governor of the of Virginia, you know, that shows how bad it can get when you got bad governors. So he's very, very concerned about certain states. And it seems to me, Betsy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I can only remember one single loss of anyone Trump has supported, and that's because uh, Steve Bannon got all involved and messed it all up. So basically, it's like, I don't know, is this 100% of whoever he supports, whoever he says to vote for, they win? That's amazing. Well, I also like it because it closes the door to Nikki Haley ever getting back and holding that position. Oh, good point. Yes, because, you know, we we saw what happened there. We saw the quick sleight of hand that was played early on in the campaign with that move. Okay, the next tweet. Tremendous win for Congressman Dan Donovan. You showed great courage in a tough race. New York and my many friends on Staten Island have elected someone they have always been very proud of. Congratulations. Well, there you go. Sounds like another win. Uh, man, I need a sip of cappuccino. You, you got any more cheesecake, honey? I don't know about this Dan Donovan. Can you tell me anything about him? Uh, except that he's, uh, uh, you know, someone that Trump has known because it's New York now. And he's also showing the contradistinction between the uh, socialist, far left leaning, almost fascist person who wants to impeach him before she's even elected, who is also we'll a New York rep- person who just got elected. So he's showing the the distinction between them. Well, actually, I think what we're seeing, what all Americans are seeing is that we are shifting into uh, a a new type of two-party. American Democrats who see where the left is taking their party, they don't want any part of it, and they are moving into this movement we call MAGA. It's more than just the election of Donald Trump. It really is about bringing back the rule of law and the Constitution in our country. And so more Democrats, did you see that Brad Parscale tweeted out that at that last um, event they had, was it in Duluth, Mm -hmm. that 60% of the attendees were independents and Democrats. So we welcome everyone. We have a big tent and all we ask is that you MAGA. The next tweet is June 26th. Wow, big Trump hater Congressman Joe Crowley who many expected was going to take Nancy Pelosi's place, just lost his primary election. In other words, he's out. That is a big one that nobody saw happening. Perhaps he should have been nicer and more respectful to his president. Yes, uh, that is a wonderful um, thumbing of his nose at the Democratic contender for becoming one of the major Democratic leaders in the Congress and taking Pelosi's place. And it was fairly set up. She just won't leave. And then this is just the show. It's the slap across the face that we were just talking about. If you want to be a socialist, if you want to be a Democrat so far leaning to socialist, you'll get elected. And then once you're elected, then you can say you're a Democrat. Right now, Bernie has changed. He says he's no longer a socialist right now. He's going to be a Democrat as we approach the next election he's going to run. Think of this. Well, maybe that's because the Democrats have moved so far left. Now he's a part of them. Exactly. That's exactly where I'm going with this. 
If you want to be a radical, crazy person screaming about things that can't make any sense and being as angry as Bernie Sanders, okay? When have you seen Bernie happy? No, Bernie is angry. Bernie, who's he going after? The big bankers, the 1%. Where did most of the money for the Democratic National Committee's funds that supported him come from? George Soros. We are talking about as corrupt as you can be, and then if all you have to do is say you believe something, and you'll get elected by uninformed voters who heard somebody say that mm, Bernie Sanders said he was going to pay for all of your college uh, debt. Uh, somebody said Bernie Sanders said he w we weren't going to pay taxes anymore. Are we just going to take it from the bankers? Uh, Bernie Sanders said, and then they vote for them. Absolutely zero education, zero information. Matter of fact, living on disinformation for the concept that socialism is good. If you want to be a socialist, name a socialist country that has been successful, please. And then we'll have a conversation. Until then, you are talking about pie in the sky, imaginary things that don't exist. So this person comes along and knocks out with only, it also showed that there was no wave for the blue. There's no blue wave. And there's not only a red wave, there's a red tsunami. The blue can't even get a ripple by throwing a big rock into the pond. No, they have blue tears. We have red waves. They have blue tears, and they had 10% turnout. Yes. 10% <laughs> turnout. In other words, a few votes determined that one of the most powerful Democrats in Congress was unseated by someone who just jumped up and said, Hi, I'm a socialist, and I want to impeach Trump. Bingo. Knocked out one of the most long-standing Democrats in Congress. But the Democrats have actually done this to themselves because if you also saw, I posted on Truth News headlines, um, where Crowley's money was coming from, over a million dollars easily, and there was coming from all the suspects, you know, the big companies and the corporations. And then his opponent had, you know, just a social media, a social network that she could motivate. And the Democrats for a long time have used this underprivileged, uh, young socialist group to be their warriors on the street because you don't think the bankers and the big companies are going to get out and do it. But now these young people are saying, wait a minute, I'm going to stand for this and not necessarily for the banks. I mean, these people, just like you say, are controlled by social media to the point that they don't know George Soros has brought down 14 color revolutions using social media, especially Facebook and its versions in different countries. And so they're out there fighting ICE agents. They're out there fighting the immigrations and customs to stop criminals from coming across the border. And they're willing to, they don't even understand what they're doing. I would love to debate any of these people because their arguments are usually just talking points that they heard through their subliminal programming off the mainstream but it, media. But it shows that a young firecracker, I think she's, uh, what, 28 years old, young firecracker can come along and light the base and they will vote for her and not who the big bankers and corporations have set up to run. Because, the, as you say, the Democratic Party is completely bankrupt. If a Pelosi is the leader, if a Maxine Waters is a leader or a Chuck Schumer or a Adam Schiff or a disgusting Mark Warner are leaders... Oh, they need to replace them all. And Nancy Pelosi lost it, uh, you know, dropped her teeth again when somebody said, uh, what do you think about all this new blood coming into the Democratic Party? Okay, that isn't the way that it works. This is an old boys and old girls club here. And that's the operative word, Thomas. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but old. The Democrats are old. I, I don't know if anyone has told them you are going 
to die. You are mortal beings, and you have done nothing to bring up the young blood in the Democrat Party. So then you have these young firecrackers who have a great social network, and they're going to motivate the base. They don't need you anymore. John McCain, perfect example. On his deathbed, then sends his wife in to vote the way that he wants. And if she can't go, he'll send his dog in or his gardener or his children, anybody, anybody, anybody that he can tell what to vote. That's all that matters. And then his followers will continue that. You should be embarrassed if you ever voted for John McCain. He's a liar. He's a cheater. He basically helped create the Trump dossier. He's a rhino. He's he he's a fake there's, I mean, what what can I say? These people got to go. And the people who've been there the longest are the most corrupt. Okay. Next tweet. The Democrats are in turmoil. Open borders and unchecked crime, a certain way to lose elections. Republicans are for strong borders, no crime, a big night. He named some of the planks, the planks that are winning right now, because it's the emotional control of people by pictures of children who were separated from their parents. The picture that Trump is on Time Magazine, they should be ashamed of. That child wasn't separated from her parent. Her parent was standing just a few feet away from her, and they both both went off together. They were never separated. It's nothing but lies, and these manipulations through emotions, sentiment, through uh, basically yelling that you are the party that is concerned with the poor, the downtrodden, the... Uh, all the different races, all anyone who's a min- minority, anyone... No, no, that isn't what the Democrats are for. That's what they're for during an election. After an election? No, no, completely different. How about the Democrats who were not allowing Sarah Sanders, Huckabee, to go into a restaurant? You know, they want to harass them. How, why isn't Maxine Waters in jail? Why aren't these Democrats like Pelosi and the corruption that we know that she has been perpetrating for a long time, why aren't they being looked at? They are being looked at. And 13 angry Democrat phrase of Trump over and over and over again caused them to then look at, oh, there are Democrats trying to def- trying to refute Trump. He said 13, uh, and he said there are no Republicans. Well, there was one Republican, a fake Republican, that would be Robert Mueller on the special investigation. But the other 13 angry Democrats are 13 angry Democrats. Plus, there's a lot more Democrats there, and they're all angry at Trump. So what's happening to the Democratic Party? It is dying. And the people like like OPEC, any kind of, like the oil companies, anybody who has power wants to hang on to it, and they want to pass it on to their children through corruption so that, you know, they create a dynasty. That's what the Democrats have done. Look at Joe Biden and his son, the money that they basically uh, manipulated through fraud, and through manipulation, through uh, political manipulation, through giving billions of dollars to Ukraine. Now, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, sits on a, the gas, the largest liquid gas board of Ukraine. This is the way that it's paid off now. J- uh, uh, John Kerry, for his participation in the dossier and the conspiracy against Trump, his son gets a $1.5 billion deal with China a week after he was there. This is the way the Democrats do business. Uh, Hillary, pay for play. Hillary No, uh, it's not pay for play. It's racketeering. Racketeering? It's it's the worst of all uh, of the excuses that it is a foundation that is philanthropic, which it is not. And even if it was, it has the worst record of any one that's ever existed in history. And so what we see from the Democrats is just absolute greed 
and basically every Democrat tends to create a family cabal, almost like a mafia, and then Are they try to continue their their it, uh, streams of money. It is a mafia. Hillary Clinton is a daughter of a mafia boss, and so is Nancy Pelosi. So it really is, you know, they're doing what they've always done in their family. Okay, now the next one, it really was bothersome to me. It is a retweet. And when you get to the retweet... Twitter has decided that this is sensitive material and has a screen up there cautioning you to, about opening that tweet. I thought, what could the president have that would be so sensitive that I couldn't see it? Open it up, and it is a Garrison cartoon about a red wave. You have to be kidding me. No, no. George Soros has taken over uh, the European Union. No more free speech there pretty much taken over Britain and has already put in place through Google and Eric Schmidt, who's still in hiding, only came out for one meeting, and that was one of the uh, Masters of the Universe meetings, which he supposedly isn't one of anymore. But they have the Google News feed. Uh, it's called the uh, Digital News Initiative. And what they do, and this is beautiful, because the other day we saw it, and it's perfect, perfect example. Underneath President Trump giving a wonderful piece of news, they ran something on the ticker tape below, which read that Paul Manafort had been had pleaded guilty to five counts of manslaughter. Well, everything that appears now on mainstream media, and by the way, Americans recently in the last week, a poll says 72% of Americans believe that mainstream media is lying to them. So why is it if 72% of Americans believe mainstream media is lying, are we setting up programs so that only what mainstream media says is the truth, it's going to be put into a Google system, and anything that isn't doing that would be called fake news and not only have warnings on it, the president's own a Twitter cartoon. account for a cartoon, because memes have all been stopped in Europe because they're so powerful that they they're know... They're weapons. They're information they're, weapons. Exactly. And they affect people very powerfully. And so that's what they did to that to him. And so they blocked it. But of course, for me, I saw that it had a little warning. So I was 10 times more interested in seeing it. And that's what's going to happen here in America. Tell them about what happened to Facebook. Facebook did that. And they were going to put, they started putting warnings on everything and little notes to say, no, here, go to Wikipedia and read the truth. And what happened? Many, many more people were interested in it than were before once they marked it as something that shouldn't be looked at. We're Americans. That's what we do. So open up sensitive material from Twitter because that's where your good stuff is. If it's really awful and horrendous and life-threatening, they won't put a screen on top of it. Now, if you wonder what in the world we're talking about, remember, folks, if you go into the description box below, there's a link. And if you click that link on, you'll see all the things that we're describing, plus be able to read the tweets along with us. So free speech is being curtailed right here, right now, in front of us. Donald Trump, our president, is even subjected to having screening done by who? Who is screening this information? Who is telling us what we can read, what we can't? And these are just the beginning stages. This is how it started in Europe and Britain. And now you can't say anything bad about a refugee, even if they're killing someone, without you going to jail. And so we are watching Europe just be in advance of what we're going through, but we have different type of invaders coming across our southern border and through overstays on visas. And thank heavens that Trump now, well, we'll get to that in a minute, that he can stop these people from the countries that Obama bombed 
I'm not upset with them. They were bombed illegally by President Barack Obama, who shouldn't be president because that wasn't even his name. And he had no permission and no approval of Congress and certainly no approval of we the people in America. So what we're working with here is fantastic disinformation, but Americans know it. And now there's going to be AI, supposedly, systems that Google is using, paid for by the Department of Defense. That would be the Board of Broadcasting Governors and the Global Engagement Center to screen everything that Americans get to see. So especially right before the election. Well, that folks, is the end of America. And it demonstrates that we need to have the second American Revolution to win back America the first time so that we can have freedom in America, freedom of speech and all the freedoms that the Constitution and U.S. Bill of Rights uh, determines for we the people. The next two tweets are pictures. The first one is of Donald Trump and Melania. And then the next one is from of Gary Player at Turnberry. Did you have anything to say about those pictures? I noticed his tie matched her outfit and they look stunning. And I noticed that golfer had the most difficult sand shot I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never seen a, a sand hole like that, a sand pit like that. That was amazing. Yeah, he loves his golf and he loves his wife. And they're the most beautiful presidential couple, I think, in U.S. history. Yes. Well, they were certainly better than Big Mike and Barry. Okay, now we've got big and conclusive win by... <sighs> to say his name Mitt Romney congratulations I look forward to working together there's so much good to do a great and loving family will be coming to DC he does he has no idea Mitt what has happened since he left Washington does he no Mitt better get on the MAGA train or he's going to be ran over it Uh, it doesn't matter that he's in a he cheated he paid off the people in every single district he goes in like a predator um, politician like he did in Massachusetts. He just goes in. He finds the weakness wherever it is. He, he doesn't believe in that state. He doesn't believe in those people. He doesn't believe in what they're doing. He's not a Republican. He's a rhino, Republican in name only. He is Bain Capital, which is Velmet Bank, which makes him a Bushite. He might as well be one of Bush's sons. He's as corrupt as can be. Trump has already squared off with him multiple times and won in all instances. In this instance... Mitt, unfit Mitt, doesn't even know he's being played. No, he doesn't. But when he gets up there, he's going to be Donald's, and I can't use the word. Well, he's going to do what Donald tells him to do, or he's going to be slapped down. And really what's happening, folks, in between the lines, this is what happened. This is what's happening. The evilest Republican on the Hill, everyone should know who that is, right? John McCain, who is more... He's not even a Democrat. He is a globalist war hawk who is only interested in in his Raytheon uh, stock and in his lying McCain International Institute and in lying about Anthony Wood and in lying about the dossier and in lying about everything and lying about ISIS. He is the one who basically convinced the White House to always lie about what they're doing and use the CIA. So when we were giving $1 billion a year to ISIS... In Syria, that was John McCain's deal. John McCain is a meddler in all things, and he is literally one of the most evil people in American history. Upon reflection, 20 years from now, we will see that. Because he's right there at the heart of it. And his very people, um, Henry uh, Kerner, we now find is is the go-between between the Intelligence Committee, between the DNC, the Department of Justice, and all around town. And now 
he makes sure that no whistleblower ever comes to light. This is John McCain's assistant. So John McCain is being replaced by Mitt Romney. That is the deal. Is Mitt going to rise to the occasion? No, because John McCain has been slapped down because of Trump. And anyone who's a non-MAGA Republican is being and will be continuously slapped down, especially in the next elections. And anyone who doesn't support Trump and follow these planks that he keeps giving will be slapped down. And Mitt Romney does not follow those. Mitt Romney is an evil warlord banker parading as a politician so that he can affect political influence, which basically is controlling the press. Now that the press has no more control and 72% of Americans believe that they lie all the time, all you get is the political voices yelling, and that's what he's going to be, a political voice. Um, I, I, I don't recall the person that will be running against Mitt Romney. Obviously, it will be a Democrat in Utah. And I just wanted to point out, y'all make sure, whoever that Democrat is, that the American intelligence media has already provided you with extensive opposition research on Mitt. We've got some really juicy things on our site. So take a look and use it against him. Next tweet, congratulations to Maxine Waters, whose crazy rants have made her, together with Nancy Pelosi, the unhinged face of the Democrat Party. Together they will make America weak again. But have no fear, America is now stronger than ever before, and I am not going anywhere. I do have to say about that last bit, Thomas, I see uh, people were uh, writing in saying, hey, what is all this about... Mitt Romney, I mean, about Donald Trump not running in 2020. What's up that with that? And then I would ask them, well, where are you getting this information? I'm not going to tell you where, but it's at one of our prominent alternative media sites that was hyping that Trump is not going to run in 2020. Yeah, that person I, I have made um, direct remarks about uh, to say that that person who made that remark and previously made it before some months ago as if he had gotten it from the inside, hey, that person's unhinged. He's much like Pelosi and much like Maxine Waters at certain moments. At other moments, he's absolutely astute and brilliant. So I don't know what to do with that person. But Trump is running in 2020. He's already filed. He's already started his campaign. This is his campaign, folks. When we yell plank, 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 and we yell win, 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 those are the winners who are going to be supporting him in those planks in the next presidential election 2020, where they are going to be a red tsunami. And it's a magma red tsunami that just absolutely wipes out everything in front of it. Now, what's going on here? As we said, we made this lovely analogy that the two-faced Democratic Party has Nancy Pelosi on one side screaming until her teeth fall out of her head, doesn't know who the president is, doesn't know where she is. And on the other side, you have Maxine Waters, who may actually, in fact, be canned. Certainly, she may be censored. Certainly, uh, she has already been um, told to back off. She won't back off. So she continues and re repeated, did not apologize. Her attacks and her requests for uh, seditious um, inciting of riots. It's very clear what she says. I listen to it again and again. There's no way. In a court of law, she loses. So she's unhinged on one side. Nancy Pelosi's on the other side. And good. I hope neither one of them get removed. I hope they just keep blabbing their mouths because every time they do, they sound like insane people. And if that's who Democrats want to support, then they should be embarrassed. Now, I love Trump's phrase. They, that'd be Pelosi, 
and sweet Maxine want to make America weak again. <laughs> I just thought that was the greatest. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. They literally have their planks in their party say open borders. That's insane and that's illegal. In other words, they are again preaching sedition. Open borders is sedition. Sanctuary states, sedition. Sanctuary cities, sedition. Catch and release, sedition. This is riots. There are riots in the streets. And those streets, oftentimes, it is, in fact, the very people who came across the southern border who are doing the rioting and the drugs that came across the southern border. And, and the people on the far, far left, the extreme left, the communist social democrats. Trump ain't going nowhere, says right here. We predicted that, of course, he's going to have two terms. And it's highly likely that the next person elected after that will not be from the opposing party, whatever it's called at that time. It they will be winners. So the, the Trump team, the Trump train is going to keep on going, not only now and through 2020, but in the next election. I don't care who they run. As long as they run on the Trump platform, they'll win. The next tweet is in big caps. So I take that to mean that this is a very important tweet. House Republicans should pass the strong but fair immigration bill known as Good Lat 2 in their afternoon vote today even though the Dems won't let it pass in the Senate. Passage will show that we want strong borders and security while the Dems want open borders equal crime. Win. If you've ever been subject to the crime of open borders, then you know what he's talking about here. This is a huge, huge plank. They should be using this, it's all caps, for the election. Every one of them should be voting for this, as he says, because if they all vote for it, then it will really get in the news. And it'll show that Paul Ryan is a Republican in name only, and that he's actually working for the Democratic Party and their planks and what their agenda is. Because his stupid proposal is just completely way off base, has nothing to do with Trump. This one has a little more to do with Trump. Trump would probably still veto it. But what he did was he sent some messages on how to improve it. They did improve it. And if it gets passed, what it says to all immigrants is Republicans love you. Well, and we're looking after you. We want to create legislation that helps new immigrants, current, DACA, all of you. Let's get the laws corrected. Let's get the ways to come into the country corrected. Let's secure the border. Let's be vigilant on our visas and let's stop immigration from the countries that our president tells us to stop them from coming from because the Supreme Court supports that because that's the Constitution. Well, another thing too is he is actually showing these uh, politicians how to do the art of the deal. Because what he's doing is he's isolating them, these de the Democrats and the Republicans in the House, isolating them, having them state how they vote, knowing full well that it won't get through the Senate. But even if it did, he's there to veto it. So the move here is to show the American people who the House representatives really are. And he's saying, do you want to be Democratic or obstructionists from the Democratic Party? Or do you want to do something to move something forward since it is congressional authority that creates immigration law, not the president? He creates security at the borders. He can stop the people from coming into our country, and that's what the Supreme Court just approved. He wants all of them to say, don't worry, 
this isn't going to go past the Senate because obstructionist uh, Chuck Schumer is not going to let it. He's already said not one single vote will be given and it won't get past the Senate anyway. So this is a vote of good faith to get immigration law on the table to start with something because now the Senate can take that and work from it. But if there isn't anything passed, you can't work with it and they won't come to the table to discuss anything. The Democrats won't discuss anything. Remember, they walked out of the meetings. President Trump tried this from the beginning with DACA and what did they do? They walked out of the meetings and accused him of saying things that they said. That's the way that it goes with the Democrats. It's all obstructionism. So he's telling them if they're smart, they'll all vote, they'll all pass it. And then the, the um, low-informed people out there will say, yeehaw, the Republicans are going to give us amnesty. No, they're not. Uh, they're going to create good laws. And those laws, under some cases, the president can recommend amnesty. We haven't seen that work well with any president ever before, but that can happen for specific causes that usually have to do with natural emergencies, natural disasters, emergencies, political upheaval, so on and so forth. But no, what we need and what is the moving forward to show the whole world that America is about to tackle the issue of stopping the worst immigration laws in the world, the ones that are not even being followed, that even with the ones that we have, and even if they did, that wouldn't stop it. So what we need is new immigration laws and then to have all those laws enforced with zero tolerance. I think you're preaching to the choir. I think our listeners are pretty well on board with that. So let's move on to the most exciting news today in the tweet. Supreme Court rules in favor of non-union workers who are now, as an example, able to support a camp a candidate of his or her choice without having those who control the union deciding for them. Big loss for the coffers of the Democrats. Because what is that? That is block voting. And when you get, and by the way, I just want to point out, usually uh, the block of the unions votes for the Democrats, but now they've turned and they're saying, nope, we're going to split our block. AL, uh, AFL-CIO and other groups, other unions have said, nope, 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 we're not voting as a block. We're going to vote our conscience because right, and they, their conscience is going towards Trump. And so what we're seeing that it's strange to believe that federal, ag federal agencies and the people who work in them have unions that represent them, that they must, they must pay to be part of those unions. And then those unions represent them and do whatever they want and those members, you know, have a very a modicum of, of participation in how this block goes, how money is donated, how influence is used, how power is used. In well, they're DC. saying, hey, you, you, we got you the job. Now you got to give us a little payola and then that pays for our candidates. Kickbacks are common in all of these things. And they have been. And for some reason, it seems as though it will never stop. And and, and racketeering is common. And so what we get here is things like mm, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce that takes donations from everybody, wa uh, washes the money, launders the money, so you don't know where it came from, and it can even come from foreign governments, and then they turn around and give the biggest blocks of money almost as a union to the Democrats and to the Republicans, and their leadership of those parties doles out the money to only those Mm, good union members who vote the way they tell them to vote. Hello? How does that have anything to do with freedom or representation or uh, that these 
these uh, people that we send to Washington are representing their constituency. They don't. They don't. And unions, what are they doing? They are block voting and uh, super PACs, same thing. We should eliminate all super PACs that corporations can donate, and oftentimes through very uh, illegal methods, to campaigns massively with donations that are far beyond what an individual can make should be illegal. There should be no super PACs. There should be no corporate influence. There should be no lobbying influence whatsoever in our government. Otherwise, it is an a priori assumption that it is corrupt and that it is run by money. No person running for office should have to buy it the way that Mitt, unfit Mitt Romney is doing out there in Utah. They, they just go and they buy these elections, folks, in case you don't understand that. We are in a situation where corporations buy their candidates and make sure that their lobbying influences have a very good ear. Well, workers in. are waking up. They realize that the Trump platform will keep jobs here in America and even bring jobs into America. But of course, the owners, uh, the corporate owners of these companies, see greater benefits and be running their operations where there's cheap labor. Well, you can't. This is going to be a civil war, so to speak, within companies themselves. The workers want a MAGA. They want to be on the Trump train. And the owners want to be globalists and rape America. Harley Davidson. Yes. You knew I was leading right into this tweet. Yeah. Harley Davidson should stay 100% in America with the people that got you your success. I've done so much for you. And then this... Other companies are coming back where they belong. We won't forget, and neither will your customers or your now very happy competitors, which I want to say is I love the idea of Indian motorcycles. They're going to ramp things up, and they can just take that market from Harley. Well, they will, and it's a huge market in the East, and it's because Harley wants to get into um, you know the East and China particularly. You know, there as China becomes a capitalist totalitarian nation uh, and communist and by totalitarian I mean you know absolute 1984 uh, controlling everyone and everything that is going on in China uh, Harley Davidson will make a fortune but they came out I think uh, today or yesterday and criticized Trump and said he's an idiot and doesn't know anything about tariffs and they're going to make more money blah 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 the, no <laughs> lie 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 you're stupid you're stupider than stupid he already has shown that none of you, none of you, none of the economists out there know what they're talking about. He's winning. And now the economists, everyone, everyone, everywhere, and especially the people he's dealing with are coming out saying, okay, you win, you win, you win, you win. Okay, we have to give up the ghost and stop saying that, you know, we're going to go into a, a trade war with you. There's no trade war. There's no trade war. There cannot be any trade war. We have lost the trade war. All we're doing is pulling back so that we don't lose so much. And that in itself is considered a trade war, but people are so stupid that they don't understand that China overproduces in goods. They underproduce in food. They'll starve to death without us. And they don't consume what they produce. Precisely. They need a consumer country. We're 85% self-sufficient in this country. And I say anyone who wants to go into trade war with us, harm them even more. 
and make Americans go back to manufacturing whatever it is that we're getting from these other countries because we can do all of it. And the fact that we farmed it out is because the globalists have entered into our corporate system and basically taken over and gutted America as a, as a vampire, as leeches or parasites. It's disgusting what's happened. And so Harley-Davidson, you're wrong. We know your play for China. Thailand is just going to be your first stop. As I pointed out when we discussed this the other day, no idiot would move manufacturing to Thailand. That's just plain insanity. The state can take over all of it because you blinked an eye well, goodness, improperly. I hope you don't have any Harley-Davidson stock. I Well, what's going to happen is, as we said, uh, they can move. There'll be another Harley-Davidson open up that mimics them here in America. And as you said, the MAGA followers will simply move on over and continue to make them somewhere right. else. They won't get back into this country and they won't be able to repatriate their money. And they will not make more money. And when they make cheaper things, then the, the branding will be gone. Trump loves Harley-Davidson because it's just like the Trump brand. It's national, international. It's Everyone knows it for high quality. It is going to be flushed down the toilet. As a matter of fact, watch what happens as they're seemingly... Uh, megalomaniac uh, board members and uh, directors are going to attack Trump and his trade deal, they need to sit back and be quiet, as we've told you before. Until the deal is done, don't get upset with the back and forth. That's ridiculous. That That's that's like going in and stopping a, a bickering or a bartering that's going on and, and getting upset with, with what's happening in the middle of it. That's ridiculous. Congress needs to get their nose out of it. Corporations need to stand back and take benefits that he's already given them in tangible forms. And they need to see where these trade deals are going to be taken, which is going to be nothing but winning for America.